Kevin Hart's pretty good. I don't know. A lot of people hate on him, but I think he's pretty solid. Kevin Hart's a good dude. Um, he's very funny. He's very corporate, mainstream. But it's funny you bring that I know that you don't up. like that. But he's good. And you can't deny good, right? Like, he's a good actor. You will enjoy a movie that he is <clears> in. <throat> you will enjoy the character he plays. Yes. Flat out. Whatever it may be. But it's funny you bring that up because I was thinking, like, what to chop it up before we started off with. And have you seen the, like, nonstop flood of photos and TikToks and things about how Kevin Hart and Chris Rock had a comedy show and Dave Chappelle surprised everybody uh-huh. by opening it up and gifting a goat? Yeah. Uh, that is yep, the most yep, yep. occult Shit I've ever seen in my life. I'm yes, sorry. All I could see is this is not a big deal, but it's the biggest deal. It's everywhere. Yep. And it's a goat. <laughs> that's like that's random. Satan. Yeah. Worshiping yeah, one hundred and one. That's, that's what they sacrifice is goats. Is goats and Moloch, <laughs> the Satanist god that they pray to, has a goat head. Also, some would say I'm a big I'm a big rock fan. Yep. Dude, I've got my Under Armour on right now. I've got the Under Armour socks. I love the Rock Respect gear. Yep. But that's as occult as it gets, dude. I didn't dude. Even think about that. Every time I, I go through the that. Under Armour store, I'm like, okay, am I thinking about buying this hoodie? Yes. yes. Half the time do I walk out with it? Yes. But is it as cult as occult as it gets? Uh, 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 yeah, yes, it's yes, It's so yes. comfy, dude. It's like hard oh, not man. to spend money on it. <laughs> It is hard to not spend money on it. The reality is, though, it's everywhere. I just needed to emphasize, dude. You brought up Kevin Hart, and I'm like, I couldn't get over that ghost. Hey, we'll we'll get into it here in a second, but have you seen that? He's in the whole, he's like the pizza. Have you seen that? The Jerry Seinfeld skit he does where he's in his basement? The pizza comment, the story? People are saying that that's code for little kids. Well, we all do know that pizza's code for little kids. That's, that's why they're Hillary they're Clinton likes pizza, it. and they all love going there. Wait, who said this? Kevin Hart. I swear to God, dude, go to that, that last stand-up he did. There's an entire skit. He went to Seinfeld's house. Wild. And they're eat, cooking pizza, and all the ones hyped that they're eating pizza. Different toppings. I don't know, man. I'm just saying. And when have you ever been, like, as G as Kevin Hart and gotten pumped over pizza? Right. It was yeah the sort of quick thing. It was like that that oven brick pizza okay, that people love, say, though, which is fantastic. Coming out okay, actually, it would be the last episode that just came out. I had uh, my friend Jackie on, and I was talking to her about how my f- like favorite summer project was that I built a pizza oven, pizza brick oven hmm. that you just literally you get like clean, dry aged wood. Yep, and. Dude, the pizzas come out phenomenal. So, okay, I take it back. And they're cooking I'm, like I'm not a pedophile, seconds. but I would get excited about pizza, especially an oven breakdown. <laughs> Real quick, don't get me started on smoking meat. No, 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 no. Have you started? I don't stop, dude. It's my favorite. I got a smoker. So you got a, what, what is it? Uh, what's, what's the? Traeger. Traeger. No, I got a master, but I wanted it at work. I won a sales competition. And, oh, what a gift. Yeah. How'd you I win I never it? had more motivation in my life. Hey, you win this, you get a smoker. How did you win I it? will sell. And all I do is smoke meat on the weekends. My, girl, <laughs> my girlfriend laughs at me. I'm that dude that you see online. You better online. enunciate. Smoke meat. Yes, meat. Yes, that's it. <laughs> and I'm telling you, man, it's one of those things like. You don't want to blur the lines of that I'm guy. I'm telling you, dude. You don't want to do something with your significant other? You just, well, I got meat on the smoker. 
I can't leave. <laughs> Sorry. A fire. Even though it's never going to happen, there could be a you fire. You can't take that risk. Yeah. That's how you get out of it. And I do it all the time. Wow. <laughs> Lesson 101, guys. <laughs> That's why Andrew Tate has a Traeger. Oh, he's my man. I, I bet. Adams, you prepare to be the bad guy of this podcast. I am the bad guy of this podcast, guys. I'm going to tell you what you do not want to hear. <laughs> well, I think it's time we get started. You ready? Yes, sir. All right, let's go. <clears throat> I love that term, think tank. Think tank. I mean, you know what a think tank is? Like, how's a think tank go, James? Yeah, you know they got cancel culture nowadays. You gotta watch what you say. It's getting, it's getting real scary out here. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't know if I can take the conversation here, but we might as well. It's the rethink tank. Looks like you had a little bit too much to think here in the rethink tank. Hey, what's going on, everybody? And thanks for joining me again. We got a real special episode. We are in the deep caverns of the barn, <laughs> and uh, we're getting down to the nitty gritty. We can't let anybody know about it. We're we're breaking out the secrets. This is, you know, as as my cousin Adam over here would say, like these are the secrets of Andrew Tate. Like these are uh, not these always, are going to yeah. liberate you from the chokehold of the mundane life you live. And Adam is going to liberate us. It's not always what you're going to want to hear. I might be the bad guy after this. You might get some comments, but I'm I'm here for it. But I'm also a good debater, so yes, he, he is. will be That's challenged. That's why I'm here. <laughs> so, let's get into it. The thing that kind of struck up the conversation to begin with, Adam had reached out to me because I had posted a Facebook post. You can see it up on here. It was a shared tweet. Um, Dylan Oglin. Average rent, $2,000. Average income, $50,000. 1990, average rent, $500. Average income, $30,000. It's simple. Rent has gone up four times. Income hasn't even doubled. Maybe millennials aren't broke due to the avocado toast. So, Adam, just, this, just hearing spark, that. this was literally just like a spark to you, made you reach out to me immediately. What do you got to say? So, first off, I don't know. I live in an apartment myself. I don't know where you all are looking. It ain't too grand to live in a nice place. I'm just saying. It depends where you want to live. Don't get me wrong. I live in Columbus. If you want to live downtown, you're going to be paying top dollar. A good mortgage, a good solid mortgage okay, payment mortgage, okay, will yeah. be like 800 to 1200 right? Correct. I would say so. It depends. For someone yeah. our age, yeah. the average income. So, sure. But I still think the point still stands that, like, how funny is it that I have a law degree and I'm trying to sell myself, and then you have someone like my father who had a college degree and while different fields, nonetheless, mm -hmm. he was able to sell himself out of college at such a lower rate <clears throat> when we were, if you guys check out my conversation with the Cruel Philosopher two episodes ago, um, we talk about how, dude, at the heart of these contracts with colleges, they should be null and void. They should, they're, not, they're not legal, valid contracts because you can't contract with a juvenile. Okay. So when right. you're contracting with 17 and 18-year-olds who don't have the foresight, you can legally acknowledge that they don't have the foresight for these things, but then hold them accountable for $200,000.
Now here, don't 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 <laughs> sell me down the river because listen, I don't think anybody should be bought out. Joe Biden owes nobody nothing for free college. This is a contract you signed. You should have known what you were getting into That's because your say. gender study classes didn't pay out like you <laughs> thought it would. That's a you problem. Right. Because here's my biggest issue. If you want to pay off college debt, you definitely can't punish the people who actually paid off the debt. Correct. If you want to go back and reimburse them because they were phony contracts, well, I agree. You do owe that to us, but it should be at the cost of these colleges. Mm-hmm. You should go back and all the people that, that paid, they should get their money back. And all the people that didn't pay, the debt is wiped. Right. But you can't just wipe the debt of people who didn't pay and those that were actually able to have the foresight to plan out a future and make it so that they paid off what they signed up for. Mm-hmm. You can't punish them. Correct. So don't sell me down the river. <laughs> but I just want to say this. I do think the value of a modern worker is lower because the market's so flooded. College is no longer a luxury. It's a right. So now everybody gets to go to college. Everybody thinks college is the golden ticket. So now you've got a whole flood of people that truly don't have a work ethic. And I know that's going to be the heart of your position in this podcast. Absolutely. Okay, so you've got a flood of people who don't have a a work ethic, but let's also agree that nonetheless, there's a massive flood of them to begin with. So now the market's flooded. The, The negotiating power has been stripped from the workforce and is now totally in the hands of the work suppliers. Yeah, the corporations. So while I agree with you, you know, I'm a very business-minded person. And we were just discussing this before the podcast. If you have no work ethic, I don't care what degree you have. Why should I hire you? If you're not going to work for me, why, why would I hire you? Right, I, so that's what ultimately, I'm saying. I own a business I need to make money. I'm providing you with a job. So you and I can agree that that document that you put in a frame on the wall mm-hmm. is not at all indicative of what you offer me as an employer. I agree. Right. So now when you sell this golden dream to everyone, mm-hmm. the poor, the rich, everybody, mm-hmm. and it doesn't pay out the way it does, right? You are setting yourself up for somewhat of a bubble, something to what we were alluding to before the podcast. All of this is going to pop. The housing market that we were talking about earlier. In the process. All, all of the, the, a, a, an employment market that is totally, I definitely believe taking, here's the problem. I have no pity for you taking advantage of the incompetent and the lazy. Mm-hmm. But when that same system, because there's so many incompetent and lazy, but also there's just so many in general, and the dollar is being stretched so far, that at the hands of them, you are also stripping the liberty of your middle class, your your regularly competent people, Mm -hmm. that's a dangerous place to go. So while I agree... uh I'm going to say something. You guys might not like it. You might not like it. But I hear a lot of, in my opinion, the word entitlement coming out. I went to college. I got this degree. I did this and that. So I deserve a job. Okay. Well, you have to work these hours. You're going to have to do this and that. Well, you don't want to do that. I'm not going to hire you. And if you can't do that, if you can't provide what I'm giving you, then I'm just going to fire you. I mean, that's just is what it is. I get a lot of entitlement out of millennials in general. So to me, the statement of the, the avocado toast isn't what's making them poor. 
or whatever it was? I think it is. We've discussed this before. It really isn't, though. Because, so someone like me, I'll be honest, I I don't have a law degree like you do. But, and I'm not saying you don't know the game of money. But when you learn how to do it, and when you study high net individuals and how they got rich, it makes more sense to why you don't need to go to college. I agree. And you don't need to have a degree, and you can just... Do whatever you feel to make money. I don't shame anybody. Only fans, okay, maybe not. That's not the best way to do it. But you know what? Sell feet picks. I don't care what you got to do. If you're making 100K a year, God bless you, man. Sure, sure. I, I That's where I'm at with it. I just I, think, I think we're, we're definitely um, skipping around the same bush without realizing it. Because the reality is, um, okay, first off, to your point of entitlement, when it comes to people on Instagram, I think we've got a whole bunch of people that do nothing all day and they're on their phone and they're scrolling, they're scrolling and they see private jets and beautiful bodies and all of the things that everybody wants. You're just like, wow, gorgeous, beautiful, awesome, greatness. I want it. Mm-hmm. But also we're still sitting on the couch. We're literally doing nothing Correct. to get us in the, the path to getting us there. Correct. So what I think is creating this, this um, environment of entitlement is this. this I think, I don't want to cut you that, off. Well, well, real quick, there's a culture where we sit there and consume but do nothing to produce at the same 100% time. 100% accurate. So I expect the Bentley to be in the driveway, but then when it's not there, I look at the system and I'm like, whoa, why didn't you give me that? I'm owed the Bentley. I agree with you. Mm -hmm. I think it's a culture that's being developed in America. The other thing Mm -hmm. you said was the toast, right? You don't think it's the avocado toast. I think what resonates with you is the connotation with avocado toast. But let's just agree that, like, you're working your ass off. We agree, right? Mm -hmm. My cousin more than most, is working his ass off in every capacity that he has at his disposal. Agreed, right? Can anybody, when you are exhausting everything you have, hold against you buying a new Call of Duty or a new baseball bat, right? You can say, no, 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 I work so hard, and when... 80% of my money is going to the right place, Mm -hmm. whether investment or savings. I am good with my money, but you're a human being. Sure. Right? Right? You have to always remember that. We should also agree that I think think avocado toast triggers an emotion, but we should also agree that any great budgeter should never be damned by an $8 toast. You see, y'all, this is why he's going to be a stud lawyer one day. <laughs> as, as, as headstrong as I am on my views, he makes a damn good point. Because you know what? I go to my $100 dinners with my girlfriend. Dude, and you live and, for it. And I, yeah, and that's what this, I'm here for. How about this? For. I had a very shitty month. It's been a lot of work and a lot of, not a lot of payoff. Me and my buddy Will, who's going to be listening to this, him and I... And, and our Freddie, friend Kevin, we, we played a round of golf. It was an exhausting day, 18 holes. We go to this restaurant, and it's like, I got nothing going on this weekend. We're going to go watch UFC for free at your house tomorrow. Tonight, we're treating ourselves. And we bought, like, 
five apps each, mm-hmm. couple drinks. Dude, it was a night. It was a night. It was a night for us. And That's right. literally, we'll remember it, and it, you walk away, and it's like, okay, so this may be a privilege, but Mother it's also a privilege I've earned. But Correct. the reality is it was 80 bucks, right? Like, what's an 80 bucks a month? But there's the thing. To you and I who work hard, $80 is not a lot. To some other people we know, $80 tell it, tell is breaking the bank. It's your privilege. So what's your response to that? It's your privilege for 100%, but at the same time, I Really? Do. You're going to concede that no, off the bat? No, 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 no. First sentence? No. Concede? Wait, listen. But I don't want to hear the next day when you see that $80 hit on your bank account that you're complaining that you're broke. Because you knew before you went out to the bar that you were broke. And I have a, a $200 in my bank account. If I spend $80, I'm, I'm cutting it in half, right? Right. So I don't want to hear the next day oh, dude, I can't afford rent this month because I went out with the boys last night. Boom, boom. Because why? You had management, the foresight, the planning. That right. gets back to like what I was talking about for the college forgiveness. Mm-hmm. You, any society, whether Roman, Greek, Mongol, any evolution of time, you should be disgusted when you have the human beings that sat there from the beginning and go, all right, we're not allowed to steal from the local market. I'm not going to do that. We're not allowed to, to break into our neighbor's homes or trespass. I'm not going to do There's all these rules. of I'm going to listen to all the rules of society. Mm-hmm. That I need to come up with how to become a functioning member of society and become a, a, a professional. All right, well, I'm going to find what's good for me, find my niche, and work at it. To take those people that planned, because we all had those people in college that are like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I was 18 and I had to make a decision. The unfortunate thing is we're forcing people into a timeline that all, not all people fit into. There's plenty of people that find their passion mm-hmm. at mm. 28, 30. Correct. Maybe it's that's never when, too late. But that's maybe when you were supposed to go to college. That's what college used to be. It was supposed to be the meeting of, of scholars where, like law school, you had some kids you know, that were young. But you also had people that were parents and grandparents. Right. There, it was a whole. There are people trying to reinvent themselves at law school all the time. So you're actually the minority when you're the person that goes straight from college to law school. Mm-hmm. The vast majority of them are older people trying to reinvent their lives. That's what college used to be. Correct. When it used to be the golden ticket for our parents and their parents, it wasn't something everybody went to. So the problem is we live in a world where. People have foresight, other people, and they're encouraged by our culture and our environment to just fly by the seat of their pants. They absolutely are. But why, why can't you run the other way? You know what As I'm saying? you should. No, you so should. That the quick and easy is sold to everybody. Quick and easy. You can get rich overnight. I got a Bentley because- Take a pill because, to be skinny. Yeah, because you know what? Oh, I got, you know, the big thing right now is shoot you all know is the Amazon drop shipping. These dudes that get online, I make $600,000 a year doing Amazon shipping. Cool, but they sell you the dream, but they don't tell you how they got there. They started doing that like I'm doing. You do your day job and you do it at night, okay? The problem is the people see the end result and expect it day one. Okay, I'm going to start doing Amazon this weekend and I'm going to expect 20 grand next week because I decided to do this. And the fact of the matter is that doesn't happen. You're going to make $10 for a year every week. You need to stick to it, okay? So quick joke, or not quick joke, 
quick story for me, okay? I coach baseball. I started coaching where I coach now. I would get two lessons a week. I would get paychecks of 15 to 50, $15. $15 to $30, okay? I could have rolled over and said, eh, fuck it, dude. I make $15 and it's my time that I'm wasting. Why am I doing this? But I kept at it and now I'm booked every single night, all night, and I'm making good money. So the thing that I preach is people want to better themselves and do their own thing, but they don't want to put in the time because they see the end result in the Bentley and the planes and they expect it in a week. Dude, I, the comment I have to piggyback off of that is I live it every day at our court. You know, my you biggest, my biggest um, refutation to universal basic income is we, we have this belief that we should give everybody free money so they can have time to be creative and whatever. The unfortunate thing is a society needs to have jobs for 16-year-olds. <clears throat> Those yes. jobs are not living wages. Those jobs are handing cheeseburgers out of windows. Yep. Those are not livable wages. What is that? The unfortunate thing is we have way too many older majority members of society that are handing cheeseburgers out of windows and anticipate that to be a living wage. So as a community... You need to acknowledge you've got to have jobs for 16-year-olds. The unfortunate thing is we have 40-year-olds doing 16-year-old jobs. Correct. So back to my point about and the court. And they expect so, 25, 25 bucks an hour for it. 100%. The sad part is you'll have somebody in at the court that's 50 years old. They haven't had a job. They're just coasting by the seat of their pants, never had a license, but they keep getting in traffic issues and all of these things are so, so deep in the hole. And you want to look at them and go, you got to get your feet out from under you. The way to do that is to get a job. And I've watched the judge go, did you think about getting a job at McDonald's? And I get it. I get it. But you watch a 50-year-old go, I'm better than a job at McDonald's. And it goes, you want to look at them and go, you are. You're better than a job at McDonald's. The unfortunate thing is you were supposed to do this job when you were 16, and this was supposed to be a stepping stone. Well, and it's, but instead, you slept until noon, yep. you neglected life, yep. you robbed your neighbors most likely. What I do know is whether you were flipping the dime bags or not, you weren't doing shit that so, meant anything. So back to and, your- and so when you should have had the kid's job— right. You don't, and so now you got to start at ground zero, mm-hmm. and it's time to do the kid's job, and you're too good for it. Right. Well, guess what? I had to work at Sprint where people would come in and go, boy, you're going to get me that iPhone. It's like, dude, I can't afford the iPhone 8. <laughs> I'm not going to give you it – was, it was the craziest – Sprint service sucks. It's like, yeah, it, we're at Sprint. This place <laughs> sucks. I have AT&T. This place sucks. Uh-huh. But I had to do that. At 19 years mm, old, right. 20 years old. You, if you, I'm not trying to do that when I'm 40. But guess what? If you neglected that until you were 40, correct. I, I look past your feelings in I some agree. respect. And like I was just going to say what you were saying. They say they're better than that. But you just gave the background to some of these people of what they're doing on their daily basis. And you can argue, are they really better than that, though? They're not. But they could be. They could be, but that's the problem is they don't want to be. So here's so how the biggest thing. how can you have thing. empathy for these people? And, and this is... This is not 
racial, gender, uh, cultural, all I just have one comment, and it is today's today's privilege is not skin tone, what's dangling between your legs. Today's privilege is a two-parent household that cares about you. Your parents can be divorced. That is what it is. You can have modern families. But if you have people in your life that are keeping an eye on you, that are telling you what is wrong and what is right, trying to teach you the ways, mm-hmm. that's, a tr- that's the privilege. That's value. And so to your point, yep. when you go, they aren't that. When I say they could be that, the unfortunate thing is you point at their, their bring-up. They could have been but they were failed. So this was something we raised, and let's philosophically parse it on the podcast. I just kind of threw it at you before when I was setting up. But, like, at what point are you responsible for yourself? So let's say your parents totally eff it up, and they improperly raised you. You don't have accountability. You don't know how to cope with your emotions and your tribulations, you're trying to, you, you, do, you don't even know where to begin. You are totally misguided. That person, right? So let's just say at 30, you're mugging people on the subway or at 40, you're, you're beating your wife. Like at what point, your parents damned you, but at what point are, is it no longer your parents' fault that you are now, autonomous but if they're the ones that kind of like set you off on this trajectory are you ever at fault when it was always what they set you up for so i got i got some for you real quick you see this thing people make thousands of dollars by themselves looking at what to do with this thing right here what do you mean phones you can do you can make money by just clicking buttons on here, right? You would agree. Mm-hmm. So what's stopping them from doing that? There's a story that I've heard. But what I, do you heard. mean? How do you make there, thousands clicking buttons? There's a, there's a story buttons. that I've heard Enlighten real fast. Me. So there's, there's a story of a man that had an alcoholic as a father. The one brother went down the same road. And you, I'm using this analogy as the parents could have given him bad tools in life. They, didn't, they just neglected them. And he was an alcoholic, just like his father. But the other brother went on to be a successful businessman and a millionaire. And both of their responses are, my father was an alcoholic. Do you get what I'm saying? The one guy, because, oh, well, they didn't give me anything, so I'm going to go down the same road as them. Or you can better yourself like the other brother did and become successful and say, my, brother, so again, my father was an alcoholic. So again, at what point is it, at what point are you autonomous enough that you had the opportunity to take control but neglected it? Depends. I mean, I, I think I think anybody it can gets change back their to life what I raised time. at the beginning of this podcast. I mean, there is a legal understanding that at eighteen, the vast majority, to such a degree that we talk about it as a universality, mm-hmm. universally at eighteen or younger, you do not have the capacity to understand what you're contracting. Correct, why do you, why do you get up? It's the parent's duty to run you through that if you're going There's to There's a word that um, I'm going to put on the screen here. The O's are zeros because I can't even say it. But on YouTube, this is the new word that they're silencing because of the LGBT, LMXYZ, PPQRT, <laughs> uh, AARP. Um, they are being accused of doing what's on the screen and uh, specifically the um, car transmissions. 
um, those people are being accused of doing this to children. And oh, don't get me started. So, how can we have an understanding that this term is a problem that we should combat? Uh, because you can take advantage of a 15-year-old, a 16-year-old, a 17-year-old. Yeah, that's a tough one. I'll be so honest. So at what point is that 15, 16, 17? Is it a number? Is it a, no. is it a puber, pubescent thing? Is it? I think, I think, I think, I don't know if it was you that brought this up to me. I think it might have been my other buddy. Everybody comes to a point in their life where they hit their rock bottom, in my opinion, where it's like, mm. you know what? I need to make a fucking change because what's going on? It ain't working, man. Like, I won't get into my rock bottom, and I'm not asking you to get into yours. We've all, we've, everybody's had one. Everybody's had that moment where you're doing whatever you're doing, and you're just like, fuck, man. This ain't it. And then there's people that continue to go down that path, and there's people that better themselves. Right. So that could be at 18. There could be at 50 years old. It doesn't matter. In my opinion, I think it's up to the individual you can be given all the tools or not, but it's up to the person. We're all humans. We're individual people. You can make the decision yourself. Sure. Sure, I agree. That's I my opinion. Agree. That's my take on it. While I agree that parents doing that to their kids, it doesn't help. Um, it comes to the point where you've got to become your own person. And, okay, at what point is that? And like I said, it could be 18. It can be 40 years old. Everyone's different. I don't think success has to start at 20 years old for everybody. I think there's plenty of stories and podcasts that I listen to that people start. The KFC, KFC dude started at 55 or 60 years old. I mean, it's never too late, bro. People roll over and die at 25 because, once like you said earlier, they see the Bentleys, they see the private jets, they see that shit, and they're like, well, I'm 25, he's 25, he's got it, I don't, so I might as well just fucking give up. Right. But the fact of the matter is, it doesn't matter. You can do that shit anytime you want. It's a mindset. It's a lifestyle. I'll be honest, it's a lifestyle. You know, I've groomed myself to embrace the grind and not hate it. And we talked about this earlier. Right when you think, when you're like, dude, fuck this. I don't want to do this anymore. You need to keep going. And it will work out for all of you. I promise. It does. I don't want to, I can be here for an hour talking about it. It works out, and I promise it does. I, I have a more explicit statement that, that, that's in I parallel like to that. I like explicit. The reality is you're, you're alive. You are a collection of stardust that has been put together in such a way that you are sentient. And because of that, unfortunately, whether there's a God or not, and it was at that entity's will or just by an atheist opinion just by happenstance We're regardless deep. you're conscious and at that point you got with your soul your existence you've got one option work or die and i know that isn't anything we want because we love surfing and we love knitting and we love watching the new Stranger Things. And we love going to concerts. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> I'm not here to work. But what's so thrilling, disappointing, but also awakening, is there is no human that doesn't lose their purpose 
the second they retire. Every time a person retires, they, a part of them die, that we, we put ourselves in a hamster wheel and exhaust ourselves for the day we get to retire. And what's laughable is there is no retirement. It just may be a more comfortable work hamster wheel. Your hamster wheel just may be more comfortable and a little slower, but it never stops. You're, you're going to go volunteer at the local, you know, shelter. Mm -hmm. You're going mm -hmm. to find, you know what? Do you know how many cops, all of the bailiffs, security bailiffs at our courthouse are retired cops. Mm -hmm. Everybody works, 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 retires, they're done a year, and they're bored. Okay. And right. they need something. Right. So there is an innate nature to our existence where, unfortunately, you don't recognize it. It's the thing we hate inside of us the most. But what we crave and need is to keep ourselves idle hands of the devil's playground. Like, we need to keep doing stuff. And so whether it's just a podcast, you wouldn't say this was work, but you watched me right. for two hours. I put this thing together, and we did it. Da, 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 and you edit it. It's not work because I love what I'm doing. I finally got to the point where I'm doing what I love, but also even at, you know, at the end of the road, Joe Rogan, you'd be like, he's not working. He gets that funny. He goes, you have to, but it is, it's just lovable work. The hamster wheel doesn't feel as and, miserable, but, but that's the key. You, what I'm trying to say is your heart, your soul is dead. The moment you get off the hamster wheel permanently. Because people fall in love with the work because of what it provides for you. No, I, I, not even that. I think so, we need it. And, and I'm we sorry, need it. I'm sorry, but you look at every single successful person in the history, not even just right now, Elon Musk, you go back to, you know, Caesar, I don't care, or whatever. Those dudes work hard. It wasn't given to them, okay? I won't bring up the person that everybody hates the most. We know who I'm talking about. You're fired. That dude works his ass off. Okay? It wasn't given to him. It wasn't daddy's money, whatever they say. It doesn't matter. Those dudes, you see the success now where those mansions they live in, Jeff Bezos. But it wasn't, he did what you and I were doing right now. He had his day job and he was doing Amazon at night like this. Okay? Right, right. So, Selling books. But he didn't, he stuck to it. Unlike what most of you people, I'm going to say you people, do is give up after a year of making $1,000 total after 12 months. Right. Everybody gives up. But the people that don't give up should get rewarded in life. Yes. I mean, one of the biggest things that I struggle with is, you know, I realize there's algorithms against me. So the only chance I have is, like, I'm going to wear this podcast on my back everywhere I go. Every time I'm making a connection, check out my podcast. Check it out. You know, and, and what's funny is it has a connotation. Everybody's got a connotation. There's a four million podcasts. You're a nothing. The reality is, I look at you. Who do you know that's doing this? One person. You're the I, I any know one, person I, that's listening to my podcast right now. Who do you know that's doing this? And they're going to go, uh, you. Besides you, I know one other person. That's it. Okay. And here's the other thing. As somebody in the space, right? I know a lot more. Correct. And Naturally. you try to compare, you try to help, you know, build off it. What's astonishing is that connotation of, ha-ha, everybody's got a podcast, encompasses all of them, but 95% of them literally do not go past a year, exactly to your point. Like, yep. it literally highlights your point. It's like, this is fun, everybody wants to be Joe Rogan, 
but nobody wants to do the exhaustion mm-hmm. every day. What he said. For six years with nothing? Ten years, even longer. It could be longer. You don't know. I am, I am taking this thing as hard and as long as I can, or like just as I'm giving it, full pedal to the floor. I love it, dude. That's what she said. <laughs> for 10 years. Then I might need a reality check. Because you got to have, you got to be a real human being. Yeah, everybody you, you, has You got to have, like, again, to your point, I can convince a snowman that, or, or, or an Eskimo that he literally needs a snowbed. Right. Like, I will sell anything. At some point, then I just need a redirect. <clears throat> and right. Logan Paul's the one that sold me on 10 years. I, the universe kept saying, like, 10 years you master. 10 years you master. See, and I, he was I, like, there was just this ethos. There was this point in time where it all clicked. And I, that's what I've told myself. 10 years, I, I, and I'm going to throw I, in the I top. agree with you. I'll still probably do it forever, but just not. Well, see, and you just said it. I, I think this is what you love, okay? I, we just said baseball is what I love. So, money or not, you're going to do it, right? But you're always one connection away from making it. You're one viral video away How wild from making is that? it. I'm one connection away from being a college coach. Yes. You, it yes. never stops. So, the second that you stop, your dream stops. Your dream is to be Joe Rogan or his, his, his level. Jordan Peterson. Whatever. Jordan Peterson. Okay. That's who I want to be. I just so, want to talk to people. But when you like, stop... The dream stops, okay? So, wow. That's where I'm at. You know, like me, like I said, I won't get into my whole life story, but I'm one connection away from, you're one connection away from, you know, all the stuff we already discussed, making 100 grand, however you do it in 2022. I don't shame anybody, you know, except drugs. Don't do that, kids. But pictures of your feet, he did say was a go. <laughs> hey, if you do it, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> But that's, that's where I'm coming from, you know, and, and there's so many stories that prove it, you know, I mean, you did it, you did it, you did it, you, you know, you're just, you feel like you're bashing your head against the wall, but eventually it's going to break through, man. Because, I agree. Because the universe rewards people, like I already said, that work hard, and it's going to happen for you, for me, True. for you guys. If you keep to it, I promise it's going to happen. Whatever okay? you want it to be. And that's, that's what's astonishing. That's how we started this. It could be a charter fishing thing. It can be, it could be feet picks. It could be a podcast. It can be whatever the I mean, hell you, you want. I mean, you got to do a lot of ankle raises to keep that in the, in <laughs> the loop for a while. In, in but 2022 can be monetized, in my opinion. Even because there's such feet. a demand. Yeah. <laughs> there's such a demand for everything right now. So to me... I like this one. I think there is no excuse in 2022 for someone to complain about not having money. There's drug dealers and drug addicts that go find 100 bucks a day <laughs> to do their drugs. If they can find $100 a day, I'm pretty fucking sure I can find 100 bucks a day if I put my mind to it, okay? So, and what we, with the next picture that you have on your phone that we're going to get to, I don't want to yeah. jump in front here, but... It's what you spend your money on, man. There's a picture that I... Okay, okay, okay. We'll get to that picture. But first, I I do just need to... And I'm no bleeding heart liberal. We do recognize (laughs) that. But I will say... Neither am I. I, What I live every day... And sometimes, you know, I feel like I'm surrounded by bad people. I have to remind myself that this isn't indicative of the community. I'm at the epicenter of bad people. So, it isn't... (sighs) reflective of the community but i will say 
there are people that are so such victims to circumstances. And I agree. And, 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 dude, I totally agree with you that those pick yourself up from, from your bootstraps and figure out that you're in a wrong situation. But here's what's sad is there's just sometimes, dude, where it's way too late for you to realize, you one, you've been to jail, all these things, and you don't even realize that the person that goes to college and whatever in this community gets ridiculed. You're the piece mm. of shit. And you're like, you got to resonate above that. Mm-hmm. But guess what? If you don't have your dad, like you did, to tell you to resonate above that, your mom is never home because she doesn't, you don't even get to eat. Right. And your whole focus is tomorrow, I need to eat. And so the school gives you a free lunch. Oh, but we got a snow day. There's no free lunch tomorrow. Like, there are people in this world that are living a life that is so foreign to us. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, the only way that person living the foreign life breaks that wall is when an outside force outside of that life either pulls them out or at least wakes them up to what's on the other side. Correct. And so if, you're, if all four walls around you are stay here and be this. Right. I don't think there is a breaking out. I do. So to, to your point of, but, but there, the problem is you're encompassing the person that is just looking for the 30 cent bag of ramen to eat mm-hmm. with the same degenerate who swindled $100 for today's crack. Both poor, both struggling. Mm-hmm but both in so separate situations where one is drumming up $100, whether it's robbing the local local store or pandering at the corner or convincing neighbors, mm-hmm. they scraped up 100 bucks. They ripped gutters off and sold the aluminum to a scrapyard. They're shifty. And then there are people who are seriously trapped. I agree with you they can break out. But there are, there are, there's 50% of this country, an entire political party, that is invested in keeping them stupid and poor so they forever keep their vote. That's facts. So you're combating against a system that is profiting and exploiting their ability to imprison them where they're at. And that isn't the person scraping up $100. They literally, I want you to convince me (laughs) <laughs> that the 15-year-old who missed a snow day and mom's at the strip club or whatever mom's doing, okay. who doesn't have the meal today, no How excuse got- in 2022. Well, see, this is why he's good. <laughs> but well, I'm going to go back to this statement. And I'm no bleeding heart no, no, liberal, no, no, no. I'm going to go back to one of these. Yeah. You know, you said, oh, well, there's, some, there's someone that has to pull you out. Okay, well, you can, you can go online and find that person. How? Uh, what does YouTube? that mean? YouTube. I won't get into who pulled me out of my rut. I won't go into that story. But there's people out there that you and I both listen to. Gary V. Gary, he's one of them. He's not the only one for me. I like him. But, you know, but, but that, that pulls people out. 
And, and it's just getting half, again, the, half of it, the story wait, wait, is getting quick, motivated, though, dude. But the person can't afford ramen 30 cents today. Go to How the are library. they affording? Who's, free. Who, who's telling them that? How are they getting the library? You get what I'm saying? Like, I get they, it. They, you have to acknowledge statistically, whether it's 0.01%, 5%, 20%. I'll give you the 0.01%. <laughs> That person is a victim to their situation. And we got to agree that in 2022, there are people that are imprisoned by their situation. And you got to ask yourself, what do you do for them? There's nothing. They're, well, they're victims. Utilitarianism. Owe them I don't they're owe them just, anything. That's their problem, not me. It's I'm a not selfish, saying you but, personally, but policy-wise, if that's well, what we're talking about. I, you know, you know I, I'm, I'm a... I'm a man of my word. I can admit when you got me, I don't have, really have an answer for it. 15 years old, I don't have an answer. 18 and above, I have an answer. Okay, so you got an 18-year-old. Okay, walk down the street and go to find a job. There are plenty of free events that you can go to at your local rec center from networking events to job fairs to Okay, I will concede that, that 15 was a low-cut to I'll make even, a point. I'll even go to 17. 18? All right. We're flushing out a point here. We're, we're rethinking and we're brainstorming. There's, I agree there's with ways. you that there's no reason an 18-year-old doesn't have a job. That shit is infuriating. And you see it more uh, than I do. Oh, working my in the court God, system. dude. Back to the 40-year-old <laughs> that got to 40 years old with no job. Yep. <laughs> Astonishing. Dude, in terms of... Um, Turnout, people t showing up for court, or productivity, their ability to get stuff done when the judge requires this, that, and the other. It is astonishing that if it's before noon, they're not awake, they're not showing up, they're useless. And they're they, afternoon. Yeah. Yep. Oh, you know, they mosey in, they they're barely wearing clothes, and they rolled right out of bed, and it's one thirty. But yep. at least they're. Existing. Now, when I, I was this close to saying functioning, that would have been too far, but they're existing. Both words are right. I'm more brittle than you are. No, I mean, that, that's facts. Um, I guess what, you know, we can move on if you want, mm -hmm. but my biggest point to everybody is that people are sheeps, and they, and not, I mean, when I say they, I mean people who, pray, who, who post their Bentleys and, and their success People believe that it can happen overnight, and the fact is that sheep never fucking win. They just I, don't. I, I want to double down, and I need to con concede a victory of yours. That, like... <laughs> that against, against the dude that's a master debater, I'll take that as a win. <laughs> I will take that. But, but I do really have to emphasize <laughs> that a irrefutable point, an irrefutable point that you raised is... There is no excuse for somebody who's 18 years old to not have a job. Whether it is getting racially yelled at at Sprint, being a manager at Avis Rent-A-Center, or working at Wall Street, yep. there is no excuse you don't have a job at 18. Can we take a second to stop Dude, here and realize that... at this spot, <laughs> I was picking up cigarette butts since I was 14. That gets back to why I owe nothing to nobody. Yep. Yes, oh my God, you came from a place that was privileged. Dude, my grandfather came from 
Croatia and did this. That's pretty freaking great. Like, he bought a shopping center as an immigrant. The perfect immigrant story. And then my, my dad is literally not stopped managing this his entire life. Mm-hmm. And for them to go at 14 years old, nothing will be handed to you. You're working. Since 14, mm-hmm. I have worked. That's facts. It gets back to your victory point. There is literally no reason an 18-year-old doesn't have a job. I don't care what it is. You should always be peddling money, whether yep. it's five bucks for throwing newspapers like our exactly. dads were able to do, yep. or, or it's working at the laundromat. Correct. And I agree. I think that's uh, people fall like, oh, well, if it's not... If it isn't cool, uh, it ain't cool wearing well, a McDonald's badge. Well, and here's that bat, and it's, oh, well, if it's not 30 bucks an hour, I don't, I don't, I don't even care. It's okay. Well, you don't want to work the $30 an hour. You think you're deserved it because you're who you are. Literally. And you just, you don't. You don't deserve it. You don't. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to be honest. Like, that's back to the entitlement. We won't go there. But like, something, something is better than nothing. And pe- not enough people realize that. You need to start somewhere. Start it. You, I don't said, I don't know what you make from that. You could be making zero. You could make a thousand. Doesn't matter. You're doing it because you love it. I can make zero or 10000 from doing baseball. It doesn't matter. There is matter. zero in it. this right now. So yeah. document that episode whatever with Adam. <laughs> and, and, and it doesn't zero. matter because you have to applaud this guy for doing what he does, giving you people entertainment and me entertainment, and not make, he making a dime off of it. Cheers to you. Cheers that's to you. That's right. See, and that's the thing. And to me these days, and I'll get off my little tyrant here, Mm-mm. success is – in my opinion, it's demonized because those are the people that are seen as villains, the people that own Amazon and Tesla. Oh, they're such bad people because they own such large businesses. They don't even care about the other people. Well, guess what? They worked their ass off to get there. They were not given that shit. I promise. You're right. They and worked that's their where ass off, that's but they did manipulate. So here's a weird thing, and that gets back to kind of like what sparked our conversation. Is there... There is a delicate balance. And, dude, forcing people to piss in bottles and everything else when you are throwing rockets into the ocean for fun. Right. There's a delicate balance. And so, hold on, before you jump at me. (laughs) Joe Rogan really struck a chord with me when he was like, you can't make a system, a game, that says... Collect all the money, collect all the property. It's Monopoly. You can't make a game where we're all playing by it. We all checked into this game, and it's collected all, and then when somebody starts winning, you punish them. It's like, wait, wait, wait. They're so damn good at the game, now you're punishing them. You can't take the fruit because you want to play that game because that's where innovation is. China has to steal from our trademarks, our patents, and everything. (laughs) I love it. China. (laughs) You, you got to go to a country like China, uh-huh. and they have to steal from us our patents, our trademarks, our, our copyrights, because there's no innovation there. China does have a ceiling. When they beat us, and they will, they will be fucked because there's no innovation there. Right now, they're growing off of the backs of capitalism's freedom. And US so you can literally go to China and they have Apple stores that aren't Apple. It's just all knockoff China shit. 
that they've stolen from our trademarks, our patents, everything. So I didn't know that. Dude, oh my God. We can what, do another what, podcast on that one. What I learned, so I took trademark and copyright because I knew I needed to protect the rethink tank. Um, there, when I started this, uh, two years after the fact, a comedian in California started the Rethink Tank podcast. And just even if I never filed, I would still have precedent over him. But he had famous people on. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm about to be buried. Like, this guy can tap into L.A. that I can't. And whether I got the precedent or not, I'm going to lose. All right, I just have to acknowledge how ironic it is that this next episode that's going to come out is uh, when I rolled up to the Netflix studios to record the Rethink Tank podcast in Los Angeles. So uh, I guess the moral of the story is don't sell yourself short and make sure to check out the next episode. So I knew way back then I needed to take this class. I was going to have to do it for this podcast myself. Okay. What was astonishing that I learned from that class and I do have the trademarks, so come at me, bitches. But um, what I learned from that class was China just steals from us. The they whole do. world agrees to have this World Patent Trademark Office, copyright, trademark, patent office, but they don't, they're the only country that doesn't subscribe to it, so they just steal whatever the hell they want. Facts. Interestingly enough, it has a ceiling, like I said, because once the time comes and they no longer have us innovating for them, their stifling of free free thought and free ideas will stifle their ability to innovate. Right. So, I know this was long-winded, but the reason I I bring it up is... (laughs) The reason I bring it up is when you look at something like China, where they rely on our freedom. So, let's bring it back to Jeff Bezos. The payoff to a capitalist society is all of its innovation and growth. Mm-hmm. You get to walk down a trail in Arizona and get bit by a rattlesnake because our innovation in medicine and everything else will save your ass. You can Correct. talk to your family member in Indonesia <clears throat> uh, while they're on a trip via FaceTime like Star Trek <laughs> imagined right. because of America's right. innovation. Capitalist, capitalism's innovation. Correct. But also you have a system that takes advantage of people's time and effort so one person can benefit from them. I took a sociology class in college that emphasized to us that everything is measured in man hours. Your iPhone, your pay at the end of the day, everything's so can, measured in man hours. And a CEO is as rich as they are because they own all of these people's man hours. Correct. All of these people's man hours are owned by this one person. So there's a dark side to it where you can be trapped in a system that fools you into thinking you're on your way out. You can break through the ceiling, but... For some, not all, but for some, especially if they're voting blue and they trust that blue's going to save them, that system's perfectly <clears throat> keeping them where they're at. Correct. So they never get out of that, and they keep fueling their rocket ships. No, I mean, I, 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 I agree with you. I mean, I, as you know, I mean, I worked for corporate America for five years of my life. I got out of it recently. Um, I agree. It's, it's you know... 
dangle the carrot in front and of it you. Take it, it took advantage of you yeah, so hard. And I agree. But at the same time, I'm a very business-oriented person. And with people, like someone has to be on top. That's just how it works. That's how it works. Someone has to do it. And not all CEOs are devils and bad people. <laughs> right. They're not. Despite <laughs> what everybody thinks. What's, okay, so say that dude wasn't there. Then what the fuck happens? The company just is in disarray and it goes out of business. Or it never Ever existed since to begin the with. The existence of man, money, or, or currency to some degree, acquiring it at large levels has been the human nature. So why, I just don't understand why it is demonized for people that want that. Like myself, I want as much as possible. Right. And so why am I demonized? I'm greedy. I'm selfish. I'm, you don't care about everyone. Well, why? Because I want the best for my life because I work my ass off? Why am, I, why am I demonized? Because I want something better than working at McDonald's yes. or whatever. Dude, I'm that, demonized for that. That comes back to my position on universal basic income. You, you really need to be alerted to the fact when the Asiago Cortezes of the world say, you know, the legislation should include in its language, quote, those unwilling to work. Mm-hmm. That should be alarming to you. It because is. here's the deal. You don't get, I'm a productive member. I give people jobs. I give structure, fuel back into the society. I make money and I spend it. So it also fuels the the economy. I am a productive member. You can't live in a world where you take that person and you go, you owe me $40,000. So we can have schools and clean roads and police officers when you make X amount of dollars a year, we are going to take $40,000 a year. Mm-hmm. You don't get to take $40,000 a year from me. This is the libertarian in me just busting out. <laughs> you, don't, you don't get to take $40,000 a year from me mm-hmm. and then say, but you know what? I'm going to give you $12,000 back, 1000 a month, so you can paint and be creative. And I'm going to give $12,000 also to that person over there who is not giving any money to anybody ever, and they sit on their ass, but go figure, they want to paint too. So here's where I'm at. How about, you want me to be creative? You want me to kind of open this other side of me to fuel the world and open things up? How about you just take $12,000 less from me? That comes back to the libertarian perspective. Stop taking my taxes then. If it's just like, you're going to give me free checks to stimulate me, but you're also going to more stimulate, you know, the plane industry, sure. then how about you just take less of my money? Facts. So, back to, I don't know if this is going to make any sense in this transition, but I want to be wanting to say it. Yes. There is a saying by Warren Buffett, my man. That says if you gave a rich person $10,000 in a year, they'll make it $20,000. But if you give the normal man $10,000, by the end of the week, it's gone. It's gone. So, therefore, universal, I'm not saying you're defending it, but the universal oh, income, income get rid or like of that. The, the Andrew Yang, everyone who gets $1,000 a month, bullshit. There are certain people that make it work, like me. I would kill for an extra $1,000 to invest every single month. And buy whatever the fuck I want to buy. But, but then there's you other just people like that, to, that they're going to go buy a, a pair of Yeezys and be like, oh, well, yeah, these are free. But think about when you get your paycheck, dude. I get my paycheck 
And that, oh, it's that bitch is cut is half. It's that depressing. is cut in half. It's depressing. I'll be so honest. So back to my point, it's instead of you going, man, if I had another thought, if you gave me a thousand dollars, you know what I'd do with it? No, 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 no. Change the language. Put it in their court. Stop taking that $1,000 from me. Correct. No, That's I agree. the key. And you know who, Not, what, you look know, what I could do with this you know when who, you, you give it who, back. It's stop taking it from me. You know me. who wanted to stop taking it from you? The bad guy. The orange man. The orange man, but... China. Come on, right. man. That's all I'm going to say, people. Anyway, next topic. We got one more picture, right? Yeah, let's we were bring discuss. up the picture. Why some entrepreneurs are rich. Normal person, $200 on drinks, $300 on clothes, $150 on shoes, $100 on video games, $400 on concerts, $300 on eating out. Total, $1,450. I'm looking, okay, and then entrepreneurs, $300 on books, $300 on courses, $300 on stocks, $100 on groceries, $400 on business seminar, $50 on gym membership. $1,450 $1,450 total, infinite potential. Here's what I can say, just real quick, and then I'm going to let you just take <laughs> it. I do think there are winners, because you could just be a high-calibrated human, mm-hmm. like myself. Exactly. But exactly, I definitely can have a receipt of both of them So and still beat you. Okay, yeah. Not you, the general no, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, while I agree, I think the picture is a little out of context. What my point of it is, is that people, back to the very first picture that we discussed, are spending their money on the wrong things, that right. if you, you take the time to better yourself and feed your brain, not the bullshit. But also, can we agree, some of those courses are bullshit. Yes. So oh, there's no dude, magic pills. There are people that I follow that so have discords get- full of thousands of people making, hey, buy this stock. And they Boom. make 100 grand a month. From just telling people what stock to buy. It could be a piece of or shit. Or you've got some swindler who's just very yep. charismatic that's got some course that you can buy. Yep. That's total bullshit that he pulled out of his ass. I should have hey. bought the avocado toast that day. As, mu- yep. as much R- as I love Andrew Tate, his course, bullshit. Is it? You took it? No, but I've done, <laughs> no, I've done enough research. <laughs> You will go to school and spend $150,000 on a degree about business, learning from a dude who doesn't have a business and doesn't have any fucking money. But when a multimillionaire says, I'll teach you how to make millions for $49, you're worried about a scam. How stupid are you? How dumb do you have to be? How much social proof do you need that I know how to make some money? I don't need to scam you at 49 bucks. I have plenty of money. So if you're not a complete idiot, you can join Hustlers University and you can make some money. Bro, what are you talking about, man? Bro, I'm out, man. That nigga's tripping. But to your point, I agree you can have both, but this is the, the deepest point that I can make. I don't care if you have, I have both. You have both. But the pe- just don't complain that you have no money. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the people that, point. well, you know, I, went out, I got bottle service at the bar last night, and then I'm going golfing today, and then tomorrow I'm going out to drinks with my friends. Well, it really sucks that I'm poor, though. It's like... It doesn't connect to me. And that's the root of my, all of my problems from this entire hour and five minutes that we've been on here. Right. If you're going to be fucking stupid with your money, don't bitch that you're broke. That is my thing. I bitch that I'm broke because I put all my money in stocks and crypto. We don't go down that road. That's why I complain. Right. There's a difference there. I'm there bettering is. myself. That I'm hoping, hoping. It's hard to see right now with, with who we got a president to see this money back. 
but I'm hoping I'm going to see more in the future. Right. Okay? So, to me, you see more, not you, you. You, the general see, you. see more value in buying the bottle service than buying an investment. Right. And that's where people need to shift their mind is, guess what? If you th- really think about it, you can do both. I boom. You can do That's both. Instead think. of buying the four hundred dollar bottle service, buy the hundred or two hundred. I'll, I'll even cut it in half for you. It'd be nice. I'll be nice for once on this podcast. <laughs> cut it in half. Buy the two hundred dollar bottle service and put the other two hundred away. You can have both. I'm not. That's I'm not. The key. I'm not being the guy saying you cannot have fun in life. I like to have fun more than anybody else. But I also don't forget my goals in life. Boom. I I know that I'm going to put away all my money in this, that, and the other thing every single month. And then after that, whatever is left over, I will have fun. You know, my that dad. That is the key. So here's something. You're paying rent. I am it sucks in ass. a basement, right? Like I am a basement dweller. The value to that is I'm saving. I've told myself I'm going from the basement to Don't a house. Don't say it like that. You're not a basement dweller. I know. I, but it is. It, it is what it is. I'm saving a shitload of money, though. Absolutely. It's insane. Because I, I could leave the insanity of my home. <laughs> But I also, I'm very lucky. Absolutely. This is my privilege. Oh, I've got a facts. very great situation. Facts. Family that I love that leave me to my own. Guys, I oh have yes. a great situation. I'm going to cut them off real fast, guys. Yeah. It is, everybody wants to get out of college and move on by themselves. I'm going to tell you right now, for someone who moved out right away, I moved to a different city for a different job. You wish you stayed at home. You saved the money. Save it the is, money on um, rent. If I look back. So I would do, I'd be like, dude, I'd be so much better right now. The reason I brought that up that is, is awesome. my dad looked at me like last week. I mean, dude, the amount of money I've spent on golf this summer and dude, I went to Colorado. I'm going to LA for a podcast. Literally dope, dope. I'm being flown out to LA for a podcast. Dope, dope. It is going to be so fun. Kind of salty. You didn't invite me. Uh, you want to come? No. Exactly. <laughs> but if you want to come. Back to my thing, I have, to, I have a, a job that won't let me come. Yeah, that's a heartbreak. <laughs> but my dad looks at me and he goes, this is the richest you're going to be in your whole life. And not literally, because mm, I'm going to be right. stupid rich. I'm going to be day portnoy having fun. That's, but a, that's the my mentality looks, you have to have, people. But my dad looks at me and he goes, this is the richest you're going to be in your life. You've got no girlfriend, <laughs> no rent. No responsibility, a <laughs> solid fucking job. Now, let me just say real fast, guys. I love my girlfriend to death. I did not mean to laugh that hard, so if she listens, <laughs> don't write me out. I love her to death, but he's facts, and he's right. That <laughs> Yeah. <sucks. laughs> that cost you money. <laughs> but it's well spent, and I love her very much, and that's okay. Not even that. I love you, Kelsey. Not even that. If you're looking for a ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. The time is more than the money. Time is it more than money. It sucks all facts. your time. It's a huge commitment. Right now, I am totally autonomous. Up and leave and do whatever. That's like facts. And, and so kind of to your point, like, okay, you can have both where you have the avocado toast <laughs> and you go to a strong class that's going to help you. Correct. But the beauty is, if you can find yourself in that trajectory, are you there yet? Are you Dave Portnoy yet? No. No, but I'm trying. But you're in, you, just when, like you said, when you're, you're catching trying. that wave, you're at the right place 
at the right time. You can take advantage of it. You can exploit your situation. Yep. And you want to up and go to L.A. for a weekend? There's a, a, a lady friend in D.C. We're going to just spend a weekend in D.C. Yep. It, it, right. And I'll pay for it all Dude, happily, comfortably, right. and forget about it. Dude, you're 100% right. I mean, God, that's so perfect, man. Like, you can have fun, too. Just be smart. Don't blow it all on stupid shit. Put some away. Put it in smart shit. That's, the, that's, that's what I'm going to get down to. That's it. You know, you can have fun. There's nothing wrong with that. Just do yourself a favor and, and, and don't spend it all. I got friends that have done that. I got a buddy, oh, I'm saving up to move out next month, and next month has been 12 months ago. Right. And it's like, well, dude, you live at home. Like, dude, it, one it, of the <laughs> most astonishing 30 for it. 30s is all the famous sports athletes, specifically football players, that – made millions are now dirt oh, poor. You know who was in that 30 for 30? Bernie Kosar. Yep. You've got all these guys. Now, what's interesting is you've got God, some like <laughs> Australians that, you know, just throw their money at the club. And then you've got also people like Bernie Kosar who are just a victim of his own family. His family stole his money out from under him. It was insane. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter. You could reach that ceiling and still fall if you don't have the management under you the entire time. Correct. So you could be making piddly money at 28 years old and and balling out comfortably, and you could be a millionaire Mm -hmm. and and have nothing. And be broke. I texted you this the other day, did I not? I said, bro, I said, I'm not saying I don't respect people that don't make 200K a year. Those dudes can be more broke than me who makes not even half that. And I live Literally. just fine. And I'm Literally. comfortable. And I can, if I want to go spend $100 at the bar, just like you can, I can go spend $100 at the bar, and I'm not crying the next day that I'm broke. The pe- it's, just, it's, it's all how you manage your lifestyle and your income. And, yeah, you gave me too much angels envy. So. No, there's not, there yeah, ain't no right. too much angels envy. Because <laughs> the angels but are that, envious. That, that's what it gets down to, guys. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm ranting a little bit because he's giving me too much angels envy, but that's all right. <laughs> That's what we're here for, right? So, Adam, let's be real. Final thoughts, oh. advice, where they could find you if they need to, if they need their financial advice. Like, what? what give us a nightcap. God, nightcap, guys. You go first. My nightcap is this. I think one of the coolest points I've learned from this podcast that Adam has raised is that there is no excuse for an 18-year-old to not have a job. I will hold that position because at 14 14 years old, I was cleaning the sewage and picking up cigarettes. I was doing the shit work around here. And then you get to say, you're privileged. Look at what you have. There was never a moment I didn't outwork every person around me. There were people at my school that were also privileged that would go, you're privileged, mm-hmm. and, and look at how good you got it. And I will say wholeheartedly, I worked so much harder than them forever, forever. They wanted to go out and play. I had to do some work for my dad before I could go. Hey, I, I remember those days hearing that. Literally. He can't come to the pool because he's got to do work for his, his dad, my uncle. Literally. <laughs> and, and so I will admit that there is a silver spoon to my existence. 
But you but earned the it. The people that gave me that silver spoon made you earn it. Made the hill slipperier and steeper than it ever should have been. Yep. Because, and and now what's wild is I'm in a whole different professional atmosphere. I'm in a an office with people that I and and I will still whether it's mulching or paper pushing, I'll outwork anyone around me because the ethic that was trained into me. So you've harped to me, the takeaway for me from today's episode is exactly that. I, because I don't have empathy for the Mm 40-year-old, that I sincerely do not have empathy for the 18-year-old that has opportunity they don't see the opportunity in the McDonald's. They don't see the opportunity in managing an Avis Rent-A-Center or whatever. just it going is. to the music. Yeah. Whatever. Being a lifeguard. Yeah, it doesn't matter, dude. Doesn't Those are matter. building character and an ethic in you that you don't see yet. Mm-hmm. But when it comes time to running that, you know, that podcast I'm going to do in L.A., a heart of the conversation is going to be a dichotomy between because I'm literally going dude I'm going into the nest right I'm the bad guy my skin what's between my legs oh, geez. my craving for boobies mommy <laughs> milker all of those have me behind because I'm every box that makes me a demon correct and I'm going to go in this place and have a debate about e- equity versus equality I'm good luck. The devilish Republican taking the position of equality. I would be be kicked out of that place if I went with you. Probably. (laughs) But I am taking the position of equality. Now, what's unfortunate is those debates rely on ignoring. So, so let's get to what I'm trying to say: equity. It in, in and of itself, that this, they come up with this analogy that, like, we're all running a race, but, like, you're starting ahead of people, right? Mm. I don't buy that. That gets back to what you were saying. I don't At buy 18 either. years old, there's no reason we're not all starting from the same race spot. I just have this, this weird position where we've convinced ourselves that there's this race and people are way ahead, and while even if I'm faster, I'll never catch up. But that isn't the case. Anybody can run burgers at Swenson's. Anybody. Yo, Swenson's can, is fire. We are going there after this. I've just decided I need Swenson's. Swenson's is good. Galley boy for life. All right. Me and my boy are getting Swenson's. Oh, I got to get my, my finish, my nightcap still. Yeah, I know. You definitely do. Oh, okay. But just uh, then to Adam's nightcap. When it comes to equi- getting to the race, when I'm picking up cigarettes at 14 – there's no world you get to say I was ahead of you on a race and I'm slower than you. It's facts. At, eight, at, at 28 now, there's no excuse. We're not running at the same pace from the same place. Right. I don't know. So where I'm coming from, guys, is I might have sounded like the devil and I might have been a dick. But you know what? My view on success is I don't want to do it by myself. Because what's the fun of climbing the mountain by myself if I'm the only one up there? There's just, there's no point, right? Right. Like, I am willing for, I'm not saying anybody is going to run to me and ask me for questions. And I'm not going to go viral enough to get that, maybe. But I want to share in that success. If anybody came to me, I'm not selfish. 
and like, oh, well, dude, you got to do it yourself. Like, I will give anybody the tools to do what I do. I have plenty of friends that I won't get into. I give this dude, my buddy, all the tools. In, I've given him literally a fucking rundown of what to do, and he just refuses to do it. And it's like, you know what? Okay, I don't feel bad for you now. So I want to share in the success. You know, I might have sounded a little selfish at times and, and pompous, but the, 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 the message I want to give is, it's more fun when other people do it with you. And that's where I come from. It may not sound like it, but it is. And I don't, you can't let people tell you that, I, I think the line that stuck with me that I said, I was even shocked that I said it myself, <laughs> is when you stop working for your dream, the dream stops working for you, okay? Don't give up on shit, okay? It's 2022, man. It takes one person. It takes one podcast. It takes one connection to make where you want to go. And I'm sure you've seen the picture. It's the dude that they're both chopping. They're underground. They're chopping for diamonds. And the one dude gets like this close and he stops. But the other dude keeps going and he gets the diamonds. And it's like, hey, that's, it's true, man. I I, you've seen that. You've definitely seen it. I I know that's a great analogy. I have a lot of appreciation for your point. The one thing that I, my final cap then will be this. I appreciate that. I really do. The only thing that I want to offer is I think your perception of all of this, whether it's your profession, your income, all of it, is very, very individualized. And what I've learned, dude, is in this space, there ain't nobody working harder than me. And yet, I'm getting no traction. I have convinced myself, whether wrongfully or rightfully, that there's algorithms that don't want us to be having these conversations and thinking outside the box. This is something they're proactively censoring. But then you go, who's they? Who are you? You think they give a shit about you? You got a hundred views. You don't exist to anybody. That's narcissistic, right? So there's this dichotomy of like, I feel like there's no working harder than this, but I'm not Mm -hmm. seeing the payout that I think would reflect it. Correct. But one thing, either rightfully or wrongfully, that I've taken from this experience, and maybe it's because it's my anecdotal response, it's my way of combating what I think my situation is, but I've convinced myself, no matter how good you are, you can't do it alone. So you, you say here and you go, I want to get to the end, and I want to enjoy it with people. My position is I don't think I even get there without the help of people when we were hanging out with crazy and Dina and <laughs> what what's the guy's name Uncle Phil yeah okay I was right Uncle Phil <laughs> so you take someone like Aunt Dina and Uncle Phil we're sitting there and the one point that I said to Uncle Phil that really resonated with him mm-hmm. is I go the one thing I've learned is that Everybody wants to help everybody. People want to help people. You just got to give people an excuse to want to help you. They want to help. Every, people want to help people. So give them an excuse to want to help you. Well, that's to my point, as I told you. Like, so, I want to help you, but if you don't give me the effort back. So I agree. Small tangent. Yes. Be, I promise yes. I'll be short. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I tell a lot of my students that I coach baseball. I said, listen, I said, I can teach you to have the best per baseball swing in the world. But if you're not going to give me the effort back, what are we doing? Right. I'm not gonna, I'm not going to coach you as hard because because guess what? You don't care. So if you don't care, I'm going to go find someone that wants to. 
So what, what you said, if you give me the effort back, if you came to me after this podcast and said, hey, man, I want to go with you on this road. To, to Swenson, Dude. the road to Swenson. Yeah, right. I will sit down until whatever time you want and tell you everything. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm no millionaire by any means. But I think I'm on the road, and I would love Definitely. to share it with anybody because, like I said, it's not, I'm not selfish. I so you're going to the share it on the you. next podcast? Yes. All right. Hey, I'm going to say i got to give my one shout-out, guys. If you want to learn the ways to go there with me, Blue Rock Financial, help you boy out. I will help all of you. Me and Austin, we will help you guys. That was That's my awesome. one shout-out. Hell yeah. Go find it. Go check it out. It's the one company. The go one thing it. I want to reemphasize, though, is like one person I always draw upon is Mac Miller. And if you remember, way back in the day, he had this show like Max House or something where it was like him at his house with his friends and his family. And the one thing I learned from that show, while everybody else is just sitting there consuming mundane reality TV, the one major takeaway from that show that always resonated with me is everybody knows Mac Miller, and he'll be immortal. Everybody will remember Mac Miller. But what people don't know is the giant posse of people that made the character brand we've come to know while this human being named Mac Miller was the face of it. It was a whole team of people that made that guy's dream a reality. Posse. He had super talent, 100%. Right. But what made the talent reach the heights it did was the people around him. The people around him that purported him and supported him and, and, and raised his level. I am of the belief you don't get to be Mac Miller. No matter, even if you're as talented as Mac Miller, you don't get to be Mac Miller without the help of those people around you. I truly believe that. I would keep us here for another 45 minutes on that one. But I agree and disagree with you to a point. I think... Uh, while it takes work to get where he got to, there's no doubt, dude. I mean, the, the phrase, everybody knows it in 2022, it's all who you know. It's all who you know. But it's all who you know. You still got to work hard. I mean, you can't get up there. You can't get to the top and then be a slacker. True. And then you're fucked. Right. I mean, and then you're just, you're done. So it's like, it is who you know, but then you still got to produce. Right. You know, like, you meet someone that's great, you get to where Mac Miller is, but if you get to where Mac is and you drop a song and it's trash, you're done. Right. You're done. So you still got to work hard. So That's a debate for the next podcast. I was going to say. We're, was, we definitely got to save that. Yeah. I'm ready to talk that, that topic out. I'll Adam, be back. Your favorite evil person will be back, guys. Don't you worry. Adam, I appreciate you giving me your time. <laughs> Always. Thank you for keeping me rethinking. <laughs> rethink, man. That's and, it. And women. Don't be afraid to rethink. Um... As we wrap up, guys, thank you for watching. I appreciate you. you best. We didn't even have chairs. Adam was like, we don't need chairs. We, like, yeah. Throw us in the middle we, of that rickety-ass barn. We're too, we're too hyped of giving you guys content to sit for anything. <laughs> That's all it boils We've down to. We've been up yeah. for an hour and a half. That's it. Anyway, guys, I appreciate your time. Thank you for listening. If we made you laugh, if we made you think the best thing you can do to support this share podcast it. is share this episode. Share it. Send it around. 
it's just a link. Send it to, if you liked it, your friends will most likely like it. Send it to them, share it on your Facebook. Like I said, free, great content. The best thing you can do to support us is share the episode. Otherwise, you can catch all Rethink Tank content at our website, www.rethinktankpodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Rethink Tank. And uh, otherwise, guys, thanks again for listening. Hey, nobody gives free content these days. That's right. That's value. So- Adam, where can they find you? They can find me. Don't worry about me. I don't do that on social media. They can find you on the Rethink Tank. They can find me in the Rethink Tank. Find me at Blue Rock Financial, baby. I was about to say. That's, that's right. right. Find that's, me there. That was your opportunity to plug it. And he said, don't find me nowhere except for that's the Rethink the opportunity, Tank. But that's the opportunity. Find <laughs> exactly. you there. I'll help you guys out. Social Absolutely. credit deducted. Anyway, guys, thanks again. We'll catch you on the next episode. Peace. Have a good one. I would definitely do another you, one. I love it because you're the master debater. As headstrong as I am, you can tell me that. But look, dude, I am. I want to be liberated from my ignorance. And that's awesome. So you convinced <clears throat> me of a I point. I learned one thing. And, and it I'm was a big that point. One. Yeah. I, to me, I'm going to go back and rewatch this, and I think you, you did make a hard pivot. That was a strong mm-hmm. point. The reality is it does. You, here's the deal. There's a piece of me where you're like, all right, appeal. Like, not even that. Just play devil's advocate. You, mm. you have to have all the voices heard to, to then have any ground to reinforce your own. Correct. And what I do appreciate is it wasn't even something I wholeheartedly believed, mm. but it was something that I was defending at the time to just provoke that conversation, and you stood the test of time. Not only did you hold your ground, but then you also combated it strongly. That was a great point. The reality is there is nobody that's 18 years old that shouldn't be working. That is a universal, irrefutable point. What? <laughs> I was looking for a good one on there, but uh, that's all right. Good what? Oh. Come on, man. Sus. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to press um, it.